Hello, my name is Christopher Gofredo, and the topic of today's podcast is 3D printing. The three objectives that I hope to accomplish in this podcast are discussing the current research that is out there for 3D printing, discussing what 3D printing is and what it is not, and lastly, talking about OT training and education in 3D printing and in assistive technology as a whole. To start this conversation, we'll be discussing the current research that's available for 3D printing technology and occupational therapy. A search of the literature showed very few articles uh, linking occupational therapy with 3D printing, and the articles that I did found were mostly looking at orthotics and prosthetics. Ganesan, Adele, and Luximan in 2016 um, acknowledged the rapid growth of 3D technology and the impact that it's had in various fields such as medicine, dentistry, healthcare, and engineering. And they highlighted the idea of using 3D printed technologies for heart tissues and for, uh, to substitute body parts, implants, um, orthosis, prosthesis, um, and what they described as high accuracy using the technology. They did not discuss um, any further details other than the uh, use of 3D technology as a means to create this very specific area of practice. And the other articles that are out uh, with um, assist technology, specifically 3D printing, are also describing uh, 3D printing in relations to orthotics, prosthetics, um, implants, and other uh, medical devices for our clients. There's not a lot of research out there on using assistive technology as a means to assist with activities of daily living, or assisting with instrumental activities of daily living. So I do feel like there is an area of research that is available for occupational therapists to show what 3D technology can do for our clients in a broader scope. Second, um, 3D printing is a tool like any other tool that's uh, available for occupational therapists or other professionals. 3D printing um, requires a couple of different components. Um, the first component is the actual hardware. So what 3D printer that you're using to create the assistive technology, so using assistive technology to create assistive technology, for example, you can make a shoehorn or you can make a nosy cup or you can make uh, a grip for a pencil using a 3D printer. But it's not as simple as just going to the hardware, pressing a couple buttons and then voila, you have a nosy cup. It requires uh, software. And it requires the user to be able to understand how the hardware works and um, understand how to put input what you want the hardware to make using software devices. So all of that requires an understanding, and that understanding comes from being educated on what the technology is, what it can provide, and feeling comfortable with the software in order to create that. As occupational therapists, we have um, been known as creative and thinking outside of the box and really customizing uh, not only our interventions, but what are needed in our interventions to help our clients succeed in whatever they need um, and whatever they find is uh, meaningful and purposeful for them. So using 3D uh, printing as a tool to assist with that um, shows uh, 
uh, a lot of promise, but we still need to be able to train occupational therapists um, in order to use that technology to um, its greatest um, abilities. Now, what the research is saying um, is that occupational therapists specifically are not feeling overly confident in their skills with advanced assistive technology. Um, in Long, Wolverton, Perry, and Thomas um, in 2007, they did a national survey of 272 pediatric occupational therapists. And according to the authors, uh, most pediatric occupational therapists in the national sampling rated their preparation in the area of assistive technology and assistive technology services as being less than adequate. Additionally, they rated themselves as having low confidence in terms of delivering assistive technology and assistive technology services. And they further explain that this combination of responses underscores the need to intensify training at both the pre-service and in-service levels. And lastly, they were discussed that training in high-tech devices are among the most pre uh, pressing training needs. So 3D printing would be considered, in my opinion, a high-tech device, not only on the hardware side of it, the actual machine, but the software. And as you guys may have experienced from my YouTube video, um, the software um, does take a little bit of time to get used to. So with all that being said, I, I believe that 3D printing can be used as a successful tool to help our clients and to help our profession grow with technology. But we need to provide adequate and appropriate training and education for our students who are learning to become occupational therapists, our clinicians who are currently practicing, and the educators who are in charge of providing um, the educational needs to the students that are seeking to enter the profession. So in summary, more research needs to be done to further understand the needs for occupational therapists in advanced assistive technology, and more specifically in 3D printing. And through 3D printing, it shows promise, but we need to continue to grow our skills, use our creativity as occupational therapists, and continue to uh, improve on our understanding, knowledge, and research with um, 3D printing. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope that this podcast has uh, been inspiring to you and um, hopefully you've learned something. I will see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you. Bye.